Hello, my name is Ken, and I'm your podcast preacher. Welcome to my podcast, Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in and through our lives. The title of this message is Authority. I should start this message with the age-old kid response to the older brother or sister, and that is, you're not the boss of me. (laughs) I have used that a couple of times myself. I've had so many conversations with other believers. I've had so many conversations with other believers to get right into the message that regarding honoring and obeying church leadership, that they thought it was a volunteer option to do so. Someone argued to the point that they became very contentious about the whole subject. They would say things like, they get my trust and honor if they prove that they deserve it. I would tell them that according to Numbers 12 and 16, as well as Hebrews, that we should obey, honor, and cover our leaders with copious amounts of prayer and respect, those who have been placed in a position of authority over our spiritual lives. We who have been around a while call it coming under leadership. God calls it submitting and obedience, which, if done so, will lead you to know Him more and keep you out of His corrective gaze. So if you want to get clear on this, please reach out to Korah, Miriam and Aaron, and ask them what they think about what I just said about authority. No, wait, they're all dead. Well, but it is important to know this about your earth. Yep, the earth ate the man and his whole family. The earth became Korah's gravesite. Well, that part could be cool, but only God, Korah, and Korah's family know what it is to be eaten by a planet. I'm just saying. Read Numbers chapter 12 and 16 for a real eye-opening journey into rebellion and what it can cost you. I mean, to give you a sneak peek, Moses told them to do something that just recently caused a couple of guys to spontaneously combust with the help of God, of course, because they too did something that they shouldn't have been doing. That is Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, Leviticus 10.1. Now here we are, Korah and the 250 leaders, We're ready to do the same thing as if they were never at the barbecue. Go ahead and read all about it, and then tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. Now, you can skip the part about telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about. I do, because I live by what I'm teaching in this message. It does show you, though, that rebellion can blind you, even to the point of death. Now, you might say that Numbers is in the Old Testament, and it doesn't apply to believers today, so no one will spontaneously combust if they blow it with God. No problem, you're wrong. So let's go ahead to the Jesus books and see what he said about authority and obedience. Perhaps the love of Jesus will soothe our pride. (laughs) Okay, so not to take a left, but think about this. The OT is in front of the New Testament, not behind it. If God wanted you to skip it, he wouldn't have included it. Or if it wasn't as important as the New Testament, he may have been inclined to place it behind the New Testament. No, but I think he put it first, as it is relevant, to understand the Old Testament, just as much so as it is to understand the New Testament. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. Both are needed, and in the order that the Bible came in. Just know that the detour helps someone. I just know that that detour helps somebody. So high-five yourself and let's get on. Hebrews thirteen seventeen. Obey those who rule over you, and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls, as those who must give an account. 
Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. Acts 5.32 And we are his witnesses to these things. And so also is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. You see, do what it says in Hebrews 13.17. And the Holy Spirit will be given to you, as it states in Acts 5.32. Boom, don't have the Holy Spirit? And you will know because if you have been praying hundreds of prayers, never hearing or seeing the answer from God, well, you might have an obedience problem. 1 Peter 4.17 For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? 1 Peter 2.13.17 Therefore submit yourself to every ordinance of man, for the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme or to governors, as to those who are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free, yet not using liberty as a cloak for vice, but as bondservants of God. Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Now the king that was used in this scripture is lowercase. So it's not talking about Jesus. I don't have to listen to my unsaved boss, Ken. Absolutely. Maybe not. I guess it depends on what they're asking you to do. Using an extreme example, as if they stated you must bow down to them as you leave their office. Then probably not. I guess what I'm saying is that I don't want to document millions of examples of yeses, noes, and maybes with regard as to whether you should or not. Read the scripture and have your peace with God. Romans 13, 1-7 Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. Now before I go on to verse 4, did you catch what it said in verse 3? For rulers are not a terror to good works. If they are a terror to good works, then this doesn't apply. Verse 4, For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore you must be subject, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake. For because of this you also pay taxes, for they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Render therefore all their due, taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do when they come for you? Yep, the popo have been appointed by God to keep this earth as straight as it can be until God says it's finished. Look at what Peter says, 2 Peter 2, 9, 10. Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment, and especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanness, and despise authority. They are presumptuous, 
self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries. Does this sound like a couple of groups that kind of popped up in 2020? Yep, they're bringing it on themselves. And the police may have had their hands tied in the event, but they didn't tie the hands of God. His judgment will come. Okay, Ken, that's just too wild. Are you saying that if I am unwilling to listen to my church leader or my boss, that I am despising authority? Hmm, you said it. Well, I did. But I did it for you. But wait, I didn't say it either. Peter did. But in truth, the Holy Spirit said it originally. Now see, that's what you get for asking me a question. Now let me clear up something that is smoking up my view to press on into this message. It's kind of like this, when it comes to listening to humans full of God. Let's imagine you have two parents, and they are the bosses of you, right? But if you have older brothers and sisters that are babysitting while mom and dad are away, you should listen to them as if they were your parents, as long as they don't contradict what the parents would say. Some of you with timeout knee syndrome know what I'm saying. And please don't use this as an opportunity to question whether or not your parents would say what they are saying. You can always square that away when mom and dad get home. Look again, we have police who enforce laws that they did not create. It has to be this way to ensure that law and order prevail. I know some church leaders have failed greatly, and in some cases have all but destroyed some sheep in doing so. But this doesn't change the scripture. You can challenge a call they make, and in some cases you should. But there's a proper way of doing so. So do so properly. At least God correct you in the same manner that you have corrected them. If you go outside after church and share what you think about what the pastor said with everybody else but the pastor, God has a problem with that. Listening to the natural leaders, as many of the above scriptures are talking about, is how we can come away with the concept that we truly need to listen to our church leaders. Again, there are ways to deal with the wayward, and if you choose to do so, tread carefully and follow King David's example, as he treated Saul as if God had called him to be king. And he did this even before he called David to be king. What a journey, right? If after you have been with me through this entire message, and it has caused you to meditate on Matthew 11.30 where Jesus tells us, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light, well then you're doing the right thing. We listen to this message, as there is a lot going on here. And I only touched on bits of it. No one is going to force feed you the milk, bread, and meat of the word. You have to practice that habit so much so, that all you want is the milk, bread, and meat of the word. Look, I'm an average Christian at best, and there are many times that I feel that I'm a donkey running with Kentucky Derby level horses. But regardless, being the least in heaven is so way better than being the best in hell. And for the better Christians, I will gladly follow your lead as you follow his. In fact, my listening to some of you is how I got into this ministry in the first place. Well, that's it for this message. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding the message, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through in people's lives. Find a seat and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in Deep Waters.